0: Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? It's your girl V. Hennyman. You already know the vibes. Welcome to the artist show where we talk shit about music, entertainment, and the everyday struggles. Huh? And you know how we do, man. We have a dope guest in the building. She reps the Bronx to the fullest. She's an actress, a writer, comedian. She just does it all. Yo, let's make some noise for your girl, Jasmine Ruiz. Bah, 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 bah. Hello. Thank you for such an amazing intro. You're welcome. I'm honored. I don't got the budget, so I gotta be like, No, no, no. We got it, we got it, we got it. Well, listen, thank you. We here at Bumboo. Shout out to Bamboo, they're here. Shout out to Bamboo. This is a beautiful
1: building, a beautiful space. It is. They have like so many different, you guys can't see, there are like so many different spaces that just give a really unique experience. Right, like, right. There's like a, a a little ball pit in the bath. It, Girl, what? Yeah, right,
0: yeah. Right.
1: You saw all but that, The right? cute
0: bathroom. I'm going to post some pictures later you about definitely it. definitely will. <laughs> so, have you ever tried their bumbu print? I have, print
1: not, I have not. I have not. You, you good Puerto Rican from the Bronx. Ya yeah, so You understand? Mm-hmm. So, you like coquito, of right? Of course. All right, so let's try this. Okay, let's see. It's equivalent to a coquito. All right. All right, all right, right all
0: right. Thank you. For me, basically, well, I love to like,
1: Oh, I like the color. This is how I like my coffee. That like See,
0: rum. Y, y crema. Rum y crema. That's how you like your coffee. Oh, it smells nice. It does smell, nice. It does smell very it does nice. Smell. Let me tell you something. I always tell people I'm not a rum person, mm-hmm. but bamboo. I, and it's not, I, something about bamboo. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's the type of rum I can do. So yeah. For me, I yeah. can definitely do, do it. All right. Um, I wanted to go. Cheers to you! Cheers to me! Oh Congratulations God. on all your accomplishments. Yeah. You've are you're doing amazing things. You achieved the whole hundred k.
1: Yeah, brand girl! I'm so Very excited. Cheers to, to you, you too Thank for you. creating something that you can put out into the world that other people can consume. That is. Uniquely yours, Thank and you. I know that's really hard. So, it is. Me.
0: Listen, cheers to everybody! Shout it out is. to Bamboo for yes. you know for this amazing drink. Yeah, and cheers to Bamboo. Let's do let's this. Get it.
1: Mm. That's good. That is easy. Very light, it goes down smooth. Oh, seriously, it's no, good. seriously, no, good. seriously. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, gonna drink this whole cup. <laughs> I might have a second.
0: Is I? You know why? Because the more you drink, the
1: more you talk. <laughs> I can't be here. You know, like, you know what? It's two o'clock. You know, I will take a little sip, but no, 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 no. no, no, I'm, no, definitely no. I'm definitely gonna be drinking this <laughs> whole cup. gonna be Oh
0: man. So mm. listen, um, I know you pride of, on the fact of um, you being from the Bronx. Yes. Um, so being a Bronx native, yeah. What's one thing you do appreciate? From the Bronx.
1: Um, you know, it's gonna sound it's gonna sound random, but like I like the energy um that comes with so many people hustling in the Bronx. Mm. Like you have the person selling the iCs, you have right, right. the Piragua Man, which I have not seen this year. I have yet to see one Piragua man. And I'm like, where are the Piraguas? That's you know, Frio Frio for the Dominicans. Um and I just love that. I love the people selling their fruit on the like corner Ooh. and like you could get you could get a coconut. Now you could uh, in you the could, Bronx. You know, you know what I mean? You, <laughs> you could get you could get pateles. Exactly. So I really love being able to um just stop at all these little stands where people are making a living and providing something like delicious. Okay. Okay. The little simple treasures for me make life like chef's kiss. No, it, which is dope, you know yeah. like for me too, like
0: being Bronx native as well, like you, you know, I feel like people hear us, they hear the fact of, oh, you from the Bronx, mm-hmm. they equivalent to, oh, you ratchet. You know what? <laughs> they, they really do. And, um,
1: you know what? I have, I've been on, I've had a ratchet journey. Okay. Ratchet so let's journey. talk about your journey. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'm from the East Bronx. I'm from Castle Hill and I went to school in the South Bronx. Okay. Um, and it wasn't until like I got to college and had this like huge culture shock that I realized I was like kind of ratchet. Okay. Um, but like, me who I was compared to some other people I was like I I didn't think I was that ratchet you know I thought oh it gets way more ratchet than me right um but then you know you take me out of there and drop me at Barnard and I was like oh my god like culture shock like I'm I'm ratchet and I had I like I I had my friends like you know help me acclimate and um you know just kind of teach me how to be in a new environment because in the Bronx I always say the Bronx is like prison, like you need skills Law. and rules like that exist right there that will, that you don't need anywhere else, no, right. nowhere else, like just like jail. So yeah, you know, well, I to? You went to. Um, I went to a Banana Kelly. Okay. I went to Roosevelt. Oh, okay. That's she said, oh, yeah. Ooh, I know Roosevelt. <laughs> I heard about it, yeah. but I wasn't over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on that side. <laughs> okay. No, mine was on, Um, it was on Longwood and Beck. Okay, so okay. shout out to the South Bronx, shout out to Longwood. Um, since then, since point, I spent so many years just hanging out over there. Gotcha.
0: No, the, the definitely, uh, so, like, knowing that that process that you, you know, you went to college, you're now realizing, like, yo, um, you're on a, from what I've noticed, that you're on a path of breaking cycles. hmm So, that started, in, in, like, during, like, was that a, your awakening? Because I want to know, like, what point in your life did you start embodying your words create the things you wish existed
1: um that's so interesting it's a really good question um i would say being a cycle breaker started when i graduated high school okay i'm the first person and my immediate family to graduate high school um so i was really excited about that um getting into college of course and going through and finishing college like that's a first entering corporate america was the first all of that was the first um of in terms of like creating what you wish existed I've always been creative. Like, when I was in college, I was on Sabor. It's, like, Colombia's first Latino dance group. Mm. And um, I did that for a few years, and we created a show. Okay. And it wasn't until, like, it wasn't until, like, I was in corporate America and I started just doing funny shit online that I started to create, like, what I wish existed. Okay. Um, And that kind of just, like, you know, spiraled. From there, I would say, but like that kind of started in 2017, 2017. 2017.
0: Yeah, I figured I was. Yeah, I was looking at your process, and it was around mm-hmm. twenty seventeen. Yeah. Um, word on the street is that you were about to tour with Chris Brown, and you turned it down. Uh, <laughs> I you must have my. You must have
1: been on my YouTube or something. So I was like a dancer for a while, and I was like, I, I was like, you know, I'm going to. I was gonna document my my journey as a okay. dancer because I was like a bitch. I'm trying to be on Chris Brown's tour. Like yeah, Chris Brown yeah. is such a phenomenal dancer. I look at him and I'm like, he is the epitome of a dancer. And um so I really wanted that. That was like a dream for me. And you know, RIP to that dream. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm it living. Happened. I'm living. It um, but yeah, that would have been really nice. That would have been really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. She was like, "Go ahead." I uh-huh. was crazy. I got a shout out to Luce. Um, She's from Washington Heights, and she is a dancer, and she was on Chris Brown's tour. Oh, that's amazing. dope. So, that's dope.
0: That so okay, so I know you went from dancing, then like around, like you mentioned, 2017. You started your podcast. Yes, I had a podcast. Right. Um,
1: it was the Daily Dosa Slay. Yes. And that actually came from an Instagram segment. So every day I would make stories on my way to work. Okay. And I would just walk out my house feeling myself like, this is your Daily Dosa Slay. Mm. Um, and then I was like, no, I should start a podcast. After hearing for like years, people were like, you should start a podcast. You should start a podcast. And I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm going to start a po- podcast. Um, so I created the Daily Dosa Slay. And it was a mix of like funny and serious um, It's crazy. I recently like just like took it down because I'm like, oh, it's so old. I want like my my new work that represents me right Right. now to stay up. Um, But yeah, I did that for like two years. I had a really big anniversary party. I was so excited. Like sixty something people came for little old me. I was like, oh, that was so sweet. You happy? Okay. Um, Yeah. And at the time, like when it happened, um, I wanted to have like more like strangers I guess come right but then you know it hit me and I was like I'm just so grateful for the people that like know me and came and showed right. out that I had not seen in a while right so I would just say you know it was it was a beautiful experience but it came to its end and I went out on the high right not on the low so the, and then from there you started your
0: comedian your your comedy process I would say right um, yeah I know I mentioned y- 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 you do actress as well. You're an actress mm-hmm, as well, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. So you started first into comedy, and then you segue into everything. You're, like, branched out into everything else?
1: Yeah. No, no. That, that's exactly how I went. Um, I started doing comedy online, and um, it was kind of, like, one of those things that was staring me in the face, but okay. I didn't realize, like, that was my thing. Um, I would start these different, like, segments. So I had you know, basic bitch coffee segment. Ooh. And it started as me getting like a seven dollar coffee every day. It lasted, I'm not even lying, it lasted like two days. I was okay. like fourteen dollars in two days, bitch. <laughs> like, stop, you know, I can't be wasting this corporate money on these seven dollar coffees, which were like six ounces. Don't even play with me. They didn't even get me the eight ounce. Are you serious? I'm gonna so then it turned into the cart coffee segment, okay? Because that was a dollar, dollar fifty. Um I had like a basic bitch <laughs> basic bitch coffee. I had a cubicle talk segment. I started doing like little funny segments online. Okay. It my stories um and then the pandemic hit I kept dancing and when the pandemic hit like I was heavy into dance like okay. I'm talking I was getting like six hours of sleep a night I would get up at seven I would go to work after work I would like apply to different jobs and network mm. um I was trying to like get into the production space that didn't work out thank the universe because I do not want to be a producer mm. <laughs> and um then I would dance at night I would okay. get home by like midnight it was wow shout out to Urban Dance League and um yeah so then then you know the pandemic hit and I was like why am I checking the clock? I'll be dancing for hours. Right. And then I looked at the, like kept looking at the clock. I'm like, why am I looking at the clock? Like I'm not in flow state. Mm. And I feel like when you're in flow state, that's when you know that is your thing, completely lose time. Um, and the only thing I did was like doing comedy stuff Whether it was like okay. videos or writing. Something. Okay. So
0: how did you actually know? I want to know me personally through this process because you were, you have a corporate background. You you, you, you have your degree Obviously, yes. you venture into certain things. Mm-hmm. So, like, how is your transitioning process for that? And I want to know, what's one thing that you can say you learned from this from this process that to this day it still resonates with you?
1: Um, So, my transition, do you mean from? From, like,
0: well, transitioning more into, like, dancing to so now. Comedy and all that.
1: Okay, from corporate
0: into right. the, the arts. Right.
1: Um. So for a while, it wasn't. It didn't feel like a transition because okay. I was kind of. If I kind of felt like living a double life. Okay. You know, I'd go do my nine to five in the office, um, and then I'd leave and go dance for a few hours and make silly videos that went viral all the time. Right. Right. Um, right. So that that didn't feel like a transition. I did quit my nine to five this year, though. And oh, did you? I did. I did. What?
0: Congratulations. So we got a chance to that. Thank you. Oh. hmm Really?
1: Yeah, I quit my nine to five. Um,
0: and That's so good. that
1: transition, that, I feel like that was like the true transition into um, being a creative. And it's a little tough because I was making good money and right. I do miss the paycheck. Um, but it it was easy in another sense because when I was in corporate, it really sucks having to like put on your corporate hat right. and then put on your funny hat and then right. put on your dance hat. And then like, I was just wearing so many different hats in a day that it was almost stifling my creativity. Okay. You know, okay. I'm in excel all day. I'm talking about numbers. I'm negotiating shit overseas. And I was just like, oh my God. And then I, and then I had to like, what, close my computer and go be funny. Right. right. You know, it it doesn't work that way. And it really like stole my energy. So that transition, like out of that into creativity full time has been invigorating. Okay. Being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. is not the easiest. No, it's not. It's not. You
0: have. People understand it's, it's a easy. struggle. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like you are sweating every month. <laughs> yo, I'm I get sweating. it. I just, I'm, I'm going to
1: take this off because I'm sweating right now. Because there be moments where I got to be like, yo, I got to do Uber. Cause <laughs> Girl, if, if I wasn't scared of doing Uber, maybe I would do Uber. Because it, it's, it's
0: not easy. But the thing is that. People would look at your Instagram mm-hmm. or your social media and automatically assume because you have the high numbers and so on forth, they're automatically assuming numbers equate to money no or followers
1: equate to money it can, but that is very far from the truth. It also depends how you market yourself right, right, You know right. like i recently I recently started doing paid brand deals and okay. I got like four if you look on my page right now, okay. Right. And normally, I don't want my page to look like you know brand deal, brand deal, brand deal, um but at the same time, it's like they'll get paid, they'll get paid, they'll get paid. Yeah, you know right, what I'm right. saying um but like me as a as a writer, comedian, and actress i I really want to keep that as my focus, okay, so I kind of feel like a tug and pull between like you know you are this, you are not going down the influencer route. Versus now, it's like, okay, well, you kind of got to go down the influencer route because you've always got to get paid, you know? And I think there's a huge distinction when people look at you from the outside in and say, okay, she's an influencer versus she's a comedian versus she's an actress. Like every, whatever title you have or someone, you know, views your page, sees your brand, whatever they get, they're going to judge you differently. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I want to be judged as a comedian, a writer, and an actress, not so much as an influencer. Right. The influencing almost kind of feels like... It's a forced, nine to five you feel like it's forced upon a, upon you somewhat like by universe should i say i feel like i feel like you know it's forced upon me by capitalism okay <laughs> like, you know okay. we got okay. these bills to pay <laughs> i'm not saying no to a brand partnership okay um but does it have to make sense it like, i only do if it makes sense like okay. i will not do any brand partnerships for something that i don't actually think is you know something that would work for me okay. like i did a little jewelry one okay um, i did one for an emergency contraceptive okay um i did one for a dating app that instagram keeps taking down um but yeah you know like i love dating i love jewelry okay. and emergency contraceptive it's amazing shout out to women's rights right and right. healthcare. you know so those i feel like work for me okay you are not gonna catch me dead doing a flat tummy tea like, <laughs> y'all yeah, know these abs is popping. That shit would not be authentic nor genuine. Like, they're going to be like, girl, you have those, bye. Like, you're yeah. lying. I can't do that.
0: Not, and that's good that you stick to what's true to your like to yourself in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I mentioned, again, like, the the whole struggles and everything like that is because, again, it's not easy. And then it's like people want to, which is fine, you want to pursue whatever it is you want to pursue, but understand the sacrifices that come to when you want stardom in a sense mm-hmm. or like um comedian whatever like i just feel like it, it 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 doesn't matter whether it's a nine to five or entrepreneurship whatever you want you have to put in the work
1: and, you, and it's and not your right gratification that it comes with it comes with sacrifices right like if you're in a nine to five you're probably sacrificing you know you're literally you're literally literally sacrificing your day right, right doing right. a job for money and when you're not in a nine to five and you're like completely an entrepreneur you're sacrificing your security because it's like, you know, you don't have the steady drip of a paycheck, even though security, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, we we get it. It's right, kind of made right. up in your head, you could get fired at any minute. But you know what I'm saying. No, definitely. For well, the most yeah, part, yeah. you sacrificing the steady drip. No, no, definitely. So
0: through during this part this process, again, because now you, you you're able to have the best of both worlds, right? Mm-hmm. I can say, um, how did you or how do you manage to push past like the challenges of doubts mm-hmm. of failure um you know like moments like that like how do
1: you you know like how do you overcome those challenges yeah I've had like so many moments of doubt over the years especially when I was just getting started just getting started I felt like the just getting started period lasted like I don't know like five years okay. three, three, four three four years three uh, four years at least okay. four years okay. and the reason I say that is because like I was doing what I wanted to do but I was like all alone in doing it okay I had not yet reached a point where I was attracting other people in my creative community that wanted to do those things with me or that I could even be friends with like it just what it hadn't happened yet okay and um you know in those early stages there was a lot of doubt because I'm like damn like you know where are my people where are the inspired people where are the people that want to create where are the people that have dreams that want to like you know connect with other people over that Mm. and grow together yada 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 um and through that, I, I kept pushing through because I saw myself getting better. Okay. So I think it's really important to look at where you started and look at where you are right now. Right. So like even now, like I recently read a script that they were like, oh, do you want to audition for it? And in the script, you know, this woman is an actress and basically her man doesn't believe in her. Okay. And he's like, girl, you're like 40-something years old. Like, you really think you're gonna be like, you know, whatever. And he's like, there's younger people going out. And I'm reading this script like, they're coming for me? She's like, the trigger. I'm not the trigger 40, us. but I'm, I'm triggered up in here. I'm like, bitch, <laughs> shit, I'm, I can do this. Um, but yeah, you know, that moments of doubt do hit. Uh, Have I, you ever been in a
0: place where you felt as if you wanted to quit? Um, or did you? If, if, so, if
1: so, it has lasted, I would say, like less than a day. because the idea of quitting to me is so much harder than trying right because like if i quit like it's so less than a day maybe maybe it lasted five minutes because if i quit like what is the backup like okay i go use my degree and i get like a job god i'd rather no absolutely not like i can't do that i literally can't do that it's just not in my person um so i'd rather keep trying psychology Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Maybe I, I could go do a psych thing. I could go get my master's. I could go be the social worker. I could go be a therapist. I could go get my PsyD, D, my PhD. Right, it's right. It's just not It's not what I want to do. Right. Or, or I could just get a nine-to-five in some corporate right. job like I had Um. And, you know, I, I ended up having to leave that because it was either like you move up or you move out. Gotcha. And they wanted to like send me to like, you know, South Korea to do like this business trip. And okay. it's a huge honor. Like, wow, the company believes in me. They want to send me. They think I'm, you know, a great person that could represent and like, do a good job. But uh, the idea of that just like kind of like felt like mm. dying to me a little bit inside. Right. And I'm like, I don't want to be somewhere weak doing a job that I actually don't feel that passionate about. Right, I'd rather right. be home making a funny video or writing something. Um, so I would say in the moments of doubt, just look at like where you have come right. from, where you are now, and then where you want to go.
0: Mm. Let's talk about your your comedy mm-hmm. because you're raunchy.
1: Mm-hmm. You're funny.
0: Like people don't like, think you. you're funny. Thank you, thank and, you know, not knowing the whole like, psychological thing right like mm-hmm. it's funny right because they have you know the stigma of like comedians and how they use humor mm-hmm. for like um uh, like towards you know like the, a coping mechanism oh, yes so we all dramatize in real life that's what i was gonna say like <laughs> do you feel related to that because i know you do your little ja- your dad jokes mm-hmm. so like is is that somewhat how you got more into comedy in a
1: sense because it was a coping mechanism Um, you know, yeah, I think, especially growing up in the Bronx, um, everyone is funny, right? Like everyone, like you grew up in New York, you're probably funny. Um, and I think that's part of, you know, needing to find the joy and like little moments in life that you could create that are free. Okay. You know, like comedy costs $0, you know, to see something, make a joke and make somebody laugh. And just, I feel like being around that my whole life was like Mm, definitely something that inspired me. Um, Right now, in terms of, like, making humor to cope with things, like, a 100%, a 100%. <laughs> I do got some dad jokes. I was on the On The Gate podcast, and I don't remember what I said, but I definitely had some, like, no dad jokes that, that I had dropped in there. Like, I was on with someone, and they had a dad. I was like, wow, you had a dad, bitch. <laughs> like... Like, but wow, no, that's that, right there. yeah, yeah, you live in <laughs> lavish. <laughs> um, so yeah, I do use humor to to cope with things, and you know whether it's a dad joke or the, even even a mom joke. You know, my mom, she she she's crazy. I love her, but that woman crazy, right? Right. Um, so yeah, I got some mom jokes floating How around. How does your family um, like look at your career right now? Like,
0: are they supportive?
1: Yeah, they're really supportive. Um, my mom was not supportive of me leaving my nine to five, but. I mean, she's a mom and she wants me to be secure. And I think like most, I think a lot of people who have parents that really care and don't come from too much. Would say like their parents kind of have a scarcity mindset a little okay. bit, so it's like no, 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 you have this thing, hold on to it, hold on to it, and I'm like, okay, I gotta let that go to get something better though, okay, you know, just by having faith that something better is there. And in her head, she's like, girl, are you, are you crazy? Mm. Like, you're you're crazy. Like, I like you've lost your mind, right? But she's very supportive okay. and she thinks I'm really funny. Okay, um, and she watches my videos and you know she's a mom, she bragging. No, your,
0: your videos <laughs> and, and also real like dead ass, dead ass. Like your videos are funny. Um, it's funny because I was telling my my niece um about like oh i you know you was coming and she's like it's funny because she's like wait is that the one with that she's always with the the greek girl yeah. is my sisters. and i was like yeah and she's like oh my gosh she's funny and i'm like no nah. so we started talking about that and right it's funny because like you again going to your videos going to your material like for me i i feel like being a comedian can be a little bit tough mm-hmm. because we live in an era right now where everybody's super sensitive. Um, too offended (laughs)
1: and their opinion has to be validated. Yes, yes. You know, I am, it is hard being a comedian in 2023. Right. I will say, no matter what type of comedy you create, whether you're doing like sketches, whether you're you're doing stand-up, whether you're writing a freaking tweet, you know what I'm saying? It is hard to be a comedian when you have so many people that are hypercritical and hypersensitive, Um, especially coming from a background where your feelings really did not matter. Like, right, <laughs> like if, right. you, if you're cutting ass in the Bronx and somebody actually gets their feelings hurt, like, the more your feelings are hurt, the funnier the shit is. Right, you know right. It's like, yo,
0: he crying. Ah! Yeah, that's how we grew up. That's how i
1: like, you that's know? That's when I
0: see certain things, I'm like, come on, bro, tough up. Come yeah, up. Like, yeah. We grew up a certain way. We thugs over here. Yeah, like Come on. <laughs> like, I had like, get a th- tough skin because I was like, I'm either going to laugh or I'm going to be crying all day. So have you been on the, um, I always call it the dark side of the, like, of social media, but like that toxic side of TikTok TikTok, um, social media, Instagram. You mean the
1: toxic side, like the funny joke side, or the toxic side, like mad soft side? Which it's they the both t- toxic a little the, bit. So the the soft side where they're like offensive. I've like. seen the soft side. Um I've seen I've seen everything. I feel like I've been on every side of You've TikTok. Been on every side of it, but like I feel that? I feel like people should be able to say their dark humor. And if you don't like it, you should just keep swiping. So, I don't feel the need, like I don't understand why people are like you hurt my feelings. I don't get I don't get it. I don't get it. Personally, if someone hurts my feelings on the internet, I'm not gonna tell them. I'm just gonna be like, fuck you, fuck you. I don't and swipe away. Right. <laughs> I don't
0: get it either. I don't I don't listen, I just recently got I had like one of my first like um go stepping into the bad side, mm. to the negative side. And I was like, they started attacking me and I was like, they even came from my <laughs> They way. tried to get you. And I, was like, I was like Did they try to cancel you? They tried to, not cancel me, but they was they like They were coming for your they neck. Was like, they were coming from my they neck. They was just neck. like, yo, look at this fat shit. I was like <gasps> I was like, this is how you went from, from comedy to like weight wise. But I was like, wow, but at You look at it right because uh, during the process Mm -hmm. you have to. Again, you mentioned it. You have to build that tough skin. You do. So I feel like that's that's how you know you're stepping in the right direction. You know
1: what? Low key, low key. Because when you can stir the pot that much to get somebody to get that crazy on you, like you're like, ooh, what what am I doing right? You know, right, right, right. I really, I really invoke emotion over here. Personally, I don't like invoking that in people, but I do with some of my posts, and I've gotten some crazy comments, and I'm like... All I said was that I don't understand
0: how Staten Island is part of the five boroughs. That's
1: what I said. It is tight ty- far away. Right? It is tight ty- far away. I said away. they should have been
0: part of Jersey.
1: That's all I said. I, it's and closer to, to by- Jersey. It's closer to Jersey.
0: <laughs> how are you coming for my neck for that? Yeah, I feel how you, you. How do you call me fat? Because of that. <laughs> ah. Make it make sense. <laughs> Going back to why I mentioned this, because I want to know how do you stay true to your content um to you know, who you
1: are that's a good question so some people create for the audience that they want to get okay and some people create for themselves and hope that that will naturally attract the audience that they would that would actually laugh with them mm-hmm. um i've definitely been in a space where i've like okay like what would my audience like to see today and I've never liked the content that has come out of that, okay, so now, like right now, I'm kind of like on a little lull with creating content. I had those four sponsored posts, and then outside of that, like I haven't created too much okay um just because I feel like my my head wasn't in a, a funny, funny space recently., not, not that anything bad's going on, yeah. but sometimes you know you're in and out yeah, I'm on a yeah, resting yeah. I'm on a resting period right now, as you should um and that's, really important, that's important that's very important for creatives. It, yeah. it really is like we need rest, um but yeah, I, I think I stay true to my content by making something that one I genuinely laugh at um and something that I'm gonna feel good about you know later on if I see it again I'm like oh yeah I I made that that was good you know
0: Mm -hmm. which makes sense yeah because you gotta look at the long term like I I look at I I feel like in life for me everybody's different like some people look like look for the instant gratification as I mentioned Mm -hmm. for me everything I look at the longevity of things right so I like if I was a comedian, I would want my content to just like ten years
1: later be like, yo, she that's yeah, funny. that was good. That was, that was, this out is so funny. You know, sometimes I want to post, I want to repost my old stuff now that I got like a hundred k and not like you should 3K come on you because should. i been cracking up every now and then. I look at my old shit and be like, you should do a reaction Girl, video. I should you should <laughs> my own re- stuff. I you should. should. They going be should. like, yo, she's narcissistic. <laughs> I can see it now. Look at this girl gasping off of herself. <laughs> she like, got a hundred K, that's it. You know, they be saying that you can't laugh at your own jokes. Why would you not laugh at your own jokes? Why? I sad. don't get it. I don't get it. I laugh at my own jokes. And if that kills the joke, well, then let it's it like die. It's like that
0: saying, like, when they say you, um, you know, you, what is it? Um, you can't
1: have... You have the cake and you can't... is You can't have the cake and eat it too? Yes. You can't... Why? Why? When the cake is right there. So, okay. (laughs) I'm so glad you said that because I had a professor tell me that once. And I I literally had to be like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. Like, if you have the cake, you can eat the cake. What does that even mean? What's the whole purpose to that? So what it means is, like, you can't have your cake Mm -hmm. and eat it. Because once you eat it, you no longer have it. See? So now this video right here... Watch
0: them be like, look at this dope. (laughs) Look at this girl acting like we don't know what it means because she just figured it out. Wow. I I never knew that. Yeah, I I
1: never knew that either. And then she, I was like, I was like the meme. That was me. I was like, oh, I get it. I'm like, once you consume it, you no longer have it. That's
0: true. Well, wow. I'm a
1: it, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat the That's right. We're hungry. Life I is my favorite. I do like to eat. I do be eating. <laughs> you do? I do So you were answering
0: some questions. You're a sushi person. I love sushi. Okay. So what spot do you like? Because I'm like, sushi, you got to be careful where you go to. Okay. So what's one of your favorite spots? Two main
1: spots. spots. Um, Sakura in Avenue U. It's in Brooklyn. Okay. Mad good. That's okay. like 10 out of 10. Um, and then my second favorite spot is Sushi Yasaka. Mm. And it is on, I think, the West Side. Okay. Around the 80s, somewhere okay. around there. Those okay. are like my top two spots. Top I would right. say noble, but a bitch ain't got noble money, so don't don't get don't get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there once though, so it was nice. I is, is
0: it <laughs> somebody else paid? You know? <laughs> you know, $20 a California roll, bitch, please. I don't oh, even where? think so. Like can I just get one row, please? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's good. Okay, I mean it's it's quality. It's quality. Right, right. Very, you pay for very quality, good quality, you know. Very good quality. So lastly, yeah. I wanna know when was the last time you did something for the first time?
1: Um, ooh, recently I had a thing, um, uh, I ain't gonna say that one, but I would say, um, last time I did something for the first time.
0: Yeah. You know, I recently had a like,
1: let me get all my shit back. Moment for okay. the first time. Okay. So that okay. was nice. That okay. was nice. It was like a, a first time of a closing a really big chapter. Oh, um, okay. And I, qu- I quit my 9 to 5 for the first time. That that was big a big thing. Also, I had a first time job that I got laid off from. Got laid off for the first time. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That's, um, a, you know, that's a big accomplishment. And what else? Um, <laughs> a big yeah, th- those are a lot of firsts. Those are a lot of firsts. You had a lot of, okay, within this
0: year? <laughs> or oh, oh, within like the past couple months. Congratulations thank you, on all that. thank you, thank you, thank you, Congratulations, I'm
1: okay. getting laid off right yeah, that's now? that's super dope <laughs> i i got you know, I got laid off a few times. It's okay, you know what it's okay. It was like universe redirection. I walked out before, oh yeah. oh, I did that one time yeah. i it was I was like in high school and I quit McDonald's with like a really good walk off oh, like, okay. okay I was like fuck this place I, I
0: did the same good, and I, never, I I never went back again, actually, that was the last
1: time. Since I worked for a company, too. Oh, what? That is a... Can we... We're going to drink to that. We're going to drink to that. Yes. We gotta
0: drink. Like, we yeah, gotta We got to
1: talk. drink. We got to drink to that. It's, it's a, you know, like... Mm. But- you know what's crazy? I'm, like, really doing my best to not get a 9-to-5 again. And, and, you know, it's tough.
0: It's tough. It is. And it, and it's... so. I tell people this. Because I quit... It's tempting. It is. <laughs> and it, it's okay if you end up getting uh You know, a part time, right? Because the first time I I I did the whole school entrepreneurship, yo, I was like, I was parading, it, right? Yes. Three months later, I was working at Insomnia Cookies, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, okay. and it was okay. And then, uh, you know, I I was there for like a year and a half to close to two, mm-hmm. and then I left. So what I learned, I feel like
1: what people need to learn is knowing how to budget yourself. Mm -hmm. Hey, and and you are not, you are not your career. You are not your job. And for people who have careers that like do fully embody like who they are and their passions and their goals, like. Chef's kiss. That's amazing. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but for people that have it just as a means to, like, you know, pay the bills while they do other things that they're passionate about, like, right. that's great. But you you are not your career. It is okay if you leave the workforce to have to go back in. Right, right. Um, we live in a real world where people got bills to pay. Um so yeah, just do do, I guess just do whatever works for you. Right. I'm trying to really not do it because I don't want that energy stolen again right. from me. And I like get creatively that. having to like be corporate and then not yeah. be corporate and you know, but um but if I see something that aligns well and I think would fuel that, like if right. I got a creative job that would like fuel my personal right. creativity, right. like, ooh, yeah, let,
0: let's talk about it. So I tell people, being an entrepreneur, understand what you've seen on Social media versus mm-hmm. real life is right. it's so different. And
1: I get so frustrated with like the influencers that are like I made fifty thousand dollars this month because no. they act like and one, everyone can do it, two, like don't don't get it twisted. That is a job, and that's not that is not a nine to five, that is like a 24-7. Right. Because when you when you get those brand deals, like, you have to send them the video. They can get, send you all these edits. Sometimes you have to reshoot. Mm-hmm. It, it is a full-time job. Right, like, right. you're doing your own invoicing. You are managing your own inbox. You have all this stuff coming in. Like, I'm overwhelmed with my emails right now. And they ain't even that crazy. But they're crazy enough that I'm overwhelmed. I, can I cannot even imagine being, like, a full-time, like, influencer right. where I'm, like, juggling 20,000 things. And then you have to, like, feign enthusiasm. Right. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. I got this thing. Bitch, I'm tired. This right, like, right. Dick. No, it's true. It's hard. That it is, is a job. Like, don't get it twisted. Being an influencer is not all fun games and traveling right. the world. Sometimes it's you have job. to
0: withhold who you really are. Yeah. Being an influencer. Because, again, like you mentioned, sir, it depends. You know, like, mm-hmm. it all depends who you are. It depends on the contract you sign, how you hold. You know, like, for you, you, you stick to your brand, you stick to who you are. So you're, you know, you stay within your own character. And this right. makes sense for you. So I get it. So, you know, uh, again, it's not easy, guys. So, you yeah. know, just. I guess it's, it's just so many people again, just looking at the glam life thinking again, they see yeah. you doing this and like, I want this. I want yeah. this. Yeah. Like, understand the sacrifices that are being
1: made. And listen, there's a lot happening like behind the scenes. There's some TikTok girlies dropping the tea. Yo, on like these, these, these influencer girls that make like 50 racks going on the yacht boat with some man. Oh, I heard about that. Ooh, I heard about that. <laughs> All I'm saying is do not want like never want somebody else's life go put on j cole song love yours that song makes me love my life so much no such thing as a life that's better than yours like live your life your decision making like you are you don't want anybody else's life i don't want nobody wanting my life please there's so much i got going on that i would never post on the internet like privacy is very important to it me is. so whatever you see is what i want you to see like someone asked me what's your biggest insecurity?" Why the hell would I put that on the internet? Like, why Why would I put that on the internet? Like, I'm insecure about a good number of things, like like, like any other human being. So, what's your...
0: What's one of
1: your... <laughs> Girl, bye. So, what's your social... You truth? Know what I'm Like, come
0: on. No, come I get on, it. Man. I get it. But, again, this is why... This is why I love working with a lot of you guys, where it's like... Because you guys stay true to who you are. It's authentic. You understand? Yeah. So... Yeah. And I think this is why... You're rising the way you're rising. You. It's not that I think. I know this is one of the reasons why you're rising the way you're rising mm-hmm. um, within your career. So t- it's going to take time, but you're, you're going to get that HBO. Yeah, to I'm exhibit. selling my show to HBO. It's, Don't get it. You understand? You're going to get that. So yes. I've been, I believe in you. Thank um you. You know, I just want to say thank you for your time. I want to say congratulations on all your com- accomplishments. Um, it's not easy. So the fact that you keep pushing through all these t- challenges and you're overcoming it,
1: is a beautiful thing. Thank so, you. you. Know, Thank you. We'll and I would say, I would say like the time is going to pass anyway. When people are like, oh God, that's going to take so long. Girl, what are you doing anyway? Like it's going to pass anyway. Right. So do the damn thing. Do it. Do it. I see it. Nike, just do it. Yeah. Just yeah. do it. Okay, okay. it. Okay. okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Ooh.
0: This is, this got me hot. I'm like, I'm about to start dancing side I'm about to throw my third cup. Oh, Ooh, don't play she with me. Drink the, okay. Wow. This need, is how we need do another it. big yes thing. There. So, Jazz,
1: where can we find you? You can find me all that good stuff. At the Jasmine Ruiz, T H E. Jasmine, like the normal way. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. No Y's and no z's Okay. Ruiz R U I Z. That's my Instagram and TikTok is the Jazz Ruiz. J A S. Okay. And that's me. And you already know the vibes. There shouldn't be no reasons
0: why you shouldn't be following her. All her information will be in the description box below. All you got to do is click on it. It's free. It's your girl V Henny, the Uh artistry, and we out. Rock out with your cocks out, jam out with your clam out. Bow.